yesterday's episode about the pet industry had me thinking more about it today, and especially as I was going through my day here, interacting with customers, and I had one one woman, for example, who I groomed her dog today, and she insisted on being in the grooming room with me, basically watching me as I did it, which was fine. I let her, and it was interesting. It was eye-opening. I was talking to her the whole time, and she's an older woman, uh, probably a baby boomer, and she her dog is her life and just hearing the things she does for her dog, like, like the fact that she wouldn't let it out of her sight. I mean, that is the level of, she's like a helicopter dog mom. I mean, she was, her dog was her life. Just hearing the things that she did for her dog was really amazing. And I think this is a, a very interesting industry to watch over the next few years. So and then along those lines, I found a uh, a pet hotel in Texas, and I'm sure there's a lot of these all over the country, but this one came across my Instagram, and I just wanted to, to read it for you just to give you an idea of, of what's out there. So this is called the Mount Pleasant Avenue Premium Canine Villas and Spa in Texas. All right, so this is their, their luxury accommodations webpage. It says... Mount Pleasant Avenue is a non-traditional doggy hotel with no kennels, cages, or runs. Our villas set the standard in terms of luxury, and we provide your fur babies with all the comforts of home. Villa amenities include watching your fur baby on our live camera feeds, a bed with hypoallergenic mattress, clean linens and standard size pillows, ceiling fan with ambient lighting, central air and heat, ceramic tile, raised feeding stations, a flat screen TV with Netflix, Voodoo, etc., daily housekeeping, and turn down service with nightly treat. Uh, what else? The Avenue. Impress your pup with MPA's famous Avenue. From movie nights under the stars to supervised playtime, we will make sure your pup enjoys all the qualities of home. Private rooms with personal service. Playtime with supervision, movie nights under the stars, and pajama parties with bubble raves. So it's just really amazing what's out there for dogs, for pets right now in the world, and what will be available for dogs in the future um, as the wealth of the country grows. And, um, and again, like I was saying yesterday, people have fewer kids. One thing I, f- I forgot to mention um, that is actually really important, I mentioned with the demographics that people are choosing to have fewer kids uh, because of the optimism factor, but that's actually a smaller reason than the simple fact that um, more people are, are concerned about their careers, specifically more women in the workforce who are becoming doctors and lawyers, and they're not taking time off to raise children. They're they gotta, you know, they gotta make partner, and they gotta have a, a full career. And so, yeah, as a result, they're having fewer kids, and that that is the trend of the future. Um, so, I just I just kind of made a list on my phone, and I'm just gonna talk about some of these. It, it, these are trends in the pet industry. So, first of all, pet food. I touched on that yesterday. You know, grain free, omega three enhanced, raw diet, vegan. You know, people are doing all that kind of stuff for their pets. 
And uh, the global the global pet food market is expected to reach 113 billion dollars by 2025. And I've seen people that do like custom meal plans, or they'll hire personal chefs for their dog. And there's a big trend right now, uh, putting the food the food is supposed to be human grade, human grade food. That's what you see on the the dog bags and the um, the dog food nowadays. Um, next on my list is pet humanization. So restaurants, bars, hotels are allowing dogs to enter and uh, places that aren't are losing out on a lot of business because people are going everywhere with their dogs. They're, small dogs are carried in backpacks and big dogs are service animals and taken on planes. And, you know, there's ways around rules. If if the hotel or restaurant doesn't allow the dog in the first place, then there's laws that that people are using to get around um, barriers to dogs entering. And I don't know the numbers, but I'd imagine that the amount of emotional support animals, dogs classified as such, have just skyrocketed in the last few years because I see them everywhere now. Like, it's impossible to fly without seeing at least a few dogs. Um, What else? Pet insurance. Two million pet owners in the United States have pet insurance policies. And I haven't looked into this too much. I, I'm assuming it's like if something catastrophic happens to your, your animal, then, um, you know, they'll, they'll cover probably like health insurance, I, I think. But um, anyways, you know, something that probably didn't exist 30, 40, 50 years ago. Pet photography. Here's an amazing one. 27% of American pet owners have hired a professional to photograph their pets. And I don't know the number again, but I'd imagine that there is probably in the tens of millions of Instagram accounts for dogs and cats. And uh, yeah, huge opportunity there. Um, the grooming industry accounts for $6 billion in the United States. $6 billion with a B. That's a lot of money for doggy haircuts and, and doggy baths. Um, so, yeah, pretty cool. According to a 2016 study, more than half of American pets are obese due to overeating and inactivity. I've certainly observed that. Most of the dogs that come in here are, well, more than half of them are obese. And um, and one really cool thing that we, we do as a daycare or a cool result that we see is dogs will come here and they'll play all day and they'll end up losing a lot of weight because they're active every day and then owners tell us like it's amazing my dog just he sleeps at home all the time now and he you know where before he was a ball of energy and and tearing apart the couch and ruining things and um i'm convinced personally this is my own opinion that misbehavior in animals is due to not being properly exercised most people don't walk their dog enough, don't let them play with other dogs enough. And uh, as a result, you see over 50% of American pets are obese due to overeating and inactivity. Um, and then also a lot of people end up giving their, their pets like table scraps and just cooking for their pet, cooking human food, which, you know, back to the how I opened the show, that the pet food market is growing. Um which isn't always good for the pet if it's got a lot of oil or spices or things like that. Anyways, that's a topic for another time. 
Uh, let's see what else on my list is pet subscription boxes. So people are, are paying monthly subscriptions to receive a box in the mail that has like treats of the month and toys of the month and uh, little merchant things to wear, like a little bow tie, a little hat, things that you can put on your pet. And um, so that's an interesting emerging trend. 26% of Americans with pets give their pets CBD. That's CBD oil, CBD drops, CBD lotions, and that is not cheap. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Smart devices for pets. People are wearing, or dogs are wearing, smart devices on their collars that track their heartbeat and their steps and their blood pressure and stuff like that. Um, I mentioned my idea yesterday to have one where it's like a Google Home that responds to you. As far as I know, that's not been done yet, but uh, yeah, I mean, with everything I've just said so far, you can see where the giant opportunity is in that. So anyways, I hope you found this interesting. If not, uh, sorry for wasting five minutes of your time. Done. Bye.